0: Hey, sports fans, BMOC here. Start your day by playing Sportal, a sports-themed word-guessing game from our friends at Big Swing Games. You've
1: got six chances to solve the puzzle. It's either a sports term, a sports personality, or a team name.
0: Head to Sportle.pro to play. There's a new puzzle
1: every day, and it's completely free. But if you like it, be sure to click that share button and send it to all your sports fan friends.
0: Seriously, please do that. We need
1: a win so bad so bad like really bad so head to sportle.pro that's sportle s-p-o-r-t-l-e to play sportle good times
0: okay we are speeding
1: right cue the coach the college football season has come to an end. But the NFL playoffs are just getting started. We've got final thoughts plus pro playoff picks aplenty.
0: It's not Monday, it's not Tuesday, it's Sport Wednesday! Worldwide. Sounded amazing. A little Very brooding. Indo-emo rock intro there. Really That's nice. what I'm yeah.
2: feeling. It's, it's, it's January. It's rainy. It's cold. Doldrums.
0: Cold and gray. Welcome to Sports Wednesday, everybody. Sports Talk for the Medium Fan. Here's what that means. It means we get the big stories. We know what those big stories are. But then when we're talking about them, we will frequently get the details wrong. Like we will not know a name or we will say the wrong name or... Uh, we will will say something like, remember when that one guy did that one thing? And as long as you're cool with that, we'll go ahead and have a show. My name's Pete Brown. I am the big man on campus at BMOC. BMOC. Joining me as always, I think he forgot to make the sound in the up top. It's the coach, <laughs> basketball legend, Matt Longley.
1: I did, but it was really weak. When you hear it back, you're going to be like, man, that was a weak effort. So I apologize to all 175,000 fans that are listening to it, downloading it, and enjoying it. I'm doing down. good.
2: We're down this week.
1: Down. It's January. People are all
0: going to bed early. It's dark at 5. <laughs> <laughs> I'm be in bed by 630. And with those lucky. sick guitar riffs that set this show apart, the maestro Brian Haig. Maestro, are you feeling, feeling a little blue?
2: I'm not, you know, I I just, this just was coming out, coming out of my fingertips, but I'm actually in a pretty good mood.
0: Yeah, I don't feel blue, but I definitely feel low energy, you know?
2: I mean, when was the last time we saw the sun? I mean, it's probably been two, three weeks.
1: I, I don't think it exists anymore. I think we're on borrowed time. I think the sun is gone and we're all going to just freeze really soon just like that movie i'm
2: trying i'm trying to eat my clementines uh maybe take some vitamin b some vitamin d just to keep keep my head above water
1: some good work there son
0: nice and uh and uh coach how's the decluttering coming along
1: uh still working on it still working on it (laughs) it's a slow go
2: migraines don't help i had a marvelous weekend in the in the basement last weekend i gotta say good old times
0: what'd you get what'd you get done
2: uh, not a, not a ton of purging, but just like organization shit that had just been Ugh. piled up. Yeah, and I just kind of moved it around. Like I feel like I need to get it organized first, and then I purge. Like, yeah, I that s- makes sense. Stuff You're where such, it needs to be.
1: Such a different place than I am. <laughs> I would love I, to be in that tinkering. You're in the tinkering phase. I'm like, if this was a twelve step program, I'm just starting step one. There is definitely. The denial. A, I'm in denial.
2: A therapeutic cathartic. Like once you get into it, it's it's. I know you, you sort of dread it, but then once you're in it, you go from coffee in the morning to beer. You have games on, or you're playing music. It's it's kind of nice. oh, I know. As long, as long as you don't have anything to do, you know you don't. I agree. This time of year, there's really not much to do.
0: Speaking of coffee to beer transitions, you can follow this show on the social media at Sports Wednesday on all the important platforms. That's Threads, killing Threads. it. Facebook, TikTok and Instagram, and of course over on X, formerly Twitter, we're at Sport Wednesday. Sport Wednesday. But if you want Sports Wednesday merch, and why wouldn't you? And I, I actually went to the Redbubble store this week just to remind myself what we're selling. Some nice looking stuff there. Some great stuff. We
1: have, I, I gotta tell you, our logo is second to none. It's it a great logo.
0: So head to SportsWednesday.com, click on merch, that'll take you to our Redbubble store there. And just a reminder, Sports Wednesday is brought to you by the good folks at Sportal, the only daily word Word-guessing game that's sports-themed that doesn't suck. dot pro.
1: pro, everybody.
0: Dot pro. All right. Uh, Earlier tonight.
2: Coach, what are you drinking?
1: I have a PBR in a bottle. Oh, man. That looks good. PBR in
2: a a bottle. I
1: have a question. Where is it now? I just had it in my pocket. Yeah, it's still there. So I opened up the bottle. And underneath is a jack of spades. Yeah. Like it's So explain that to me because I think you understand that. I just I just
0: think that you try to put a poker hand together as you do five PBRs. I think so, PBRs. too. That's, yeah.
1: I love that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. How about you, PBR. Maestro?
0: You got a drink?
2: I do. I got a Lone Star from nice. the uh, six-pack that uh, Coach paid me back for the bet from last year. Years,
0: years. Nice. BMOS he's sticking with water tonight, uh, for no reason other than I've drank all the beer in the house and I haven't replenished.
1: You dumb son it's, of Except time. for the
0: thirtieth Strohs, I've held on to that. I was I thought about opening it and drinking it now, but uh I'm gonna hold on to that. You so.
1: gotta hold on to it now.
2: Hey hey BMOS, it's it's time to jump in the sandbar and head down to Meyer get yourself a twelver. <laughs> True story.
1: True story. True story.
0: I don't think I've left the house in like five days, so I probably should do that just for my own mental health.
1: I, I highly suggest you do that. Yeah. So,
0: all righty. And what's on tonight, earlier tonight, right before we, we, we came on the air live as 175,000 of you were waiting for us. We were watching the end of the Ohio Bowling Green basketball game. Bobcat Sally falling short in this one. 83. Where's that? To
1: 75.
0: Seventy eight, eighty three to seventy eight.
1: Well, I don't close. I I don't feel like we're gonna have a garage uh I don't think I'm gonna be taking my shirt off in the NCAA tournament for the Bobcats this year. I'm just not feeling it. I hope we
0: I hope we make the Mac season
1: close. We might not even tournament. make the we Mac have, tournament, that's yeah. right.
0: Yeah, they feel like about a five hundred team. Yeah, they're they're pretty average, which is fine. Pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty average.
2: Hey fellas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where'd the big cheese land? Virginia. He's still at Virginia.
1: I, I don't a, think he's transferred question. out. Oh, I, did figure, he, I thought
2: that that was like a one and done year there.
1: Yeah. And I don't, I don't think he, uh, that's a great question. Did he, we should investigate that. Is he playing overseas?
2: Yeah. Cause if um, he's, if he's back in Madison, you know, living in his parents' basement, we should get him on the show.
1: Well, I think he has time then. I could see him being a, a G League hero.
0: And um, Petey's looking into it here, so we'll see. Wow, oh, Jesus! Well, that he's got days. He's still popping up as a Virginia player on ESPN. So mm. okay. that's interesting.
2: His twelfth year in the uh, college.
0: Oh. What are you guys ready for this? This yes, is from please. Wikipedia, so okay, I trust take, it. Take take it with a great of salt. Bennett Vanderplas, Ben Vanderplas, is an American professional basketball player for BC Slaulai of
1: the Lithuanian Basketball League. There it is. Oh yeah. I wonder if we could reach out and get him on. Oh yeah. I'm sure he would love that.
0: Look you guys know I'm a huge BC Slaulai. Slaulai.
1: And if you aren't, you are now.
0: I know. I love Lithuanian <laughs> basketball.
1: Well you we what we need to do is when there's we need to look up their logo, see if they have merch. If it's good stuff, we're getting them on. And we're getting merch.
0: Nice. The Lithuanian Basketball League. That's amazing. BC Falula. Slalula. Slalula. All righty. Let's get into the show, guys. You ready to do it? Yeah, let's do it. It's time for the college football end times.
1: And
0: well, we picked against them at every opportunity we could this we entire tried. season. all three of us never once picked them except for maestro taking a flyer last week get himself get a, win himself a wager oh yeah that's right but what? Michigan got it done against the Washington Huskies. 15 Team and 0. destiny national champs. Ugh. You got to as much as it pains me to say it, you got to give it up for.
1: Them. Yeah? Do I? <laughs> <laughs> you do. They played they played good. I, uh it's just I, I don't know what to say. The question about it. is, will it be taken away at some point? Yes, that's. Mm-hmm. A, I'll do a long play wager on that one. It's almost guaranteed. You just you, the, it, but it's going to take two years, and by that time, Harbaugh will be hired and fired in the pros twice already. So.
0: Well, we'll see. And and uh, like good sports podcasters that you are, you both uh, neglected to watch the game, as I understand it.
1: I had intentions. I had grand intentions, but at thirty minutes before the game, I got the squigglies and migraine hit, and I was I was flat on my back from seven thirty five until two this morning.
0: Well, Oof. no worries, no worries. Uh, what we're going to do then is I'm going to talk about the game a little bit, but then we will. Uh, Whatever reflections you have on the entire college football season that you wanted, a season that began with Maestro predicting Ohio State would lose three games. Yes, they only lost two. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so here we go. If you guys remember when I was talking about the Washington-Texas game, I, I couldn't get over how accurate I thought Michael Penix Jr. was in his downfield.
1: Dropping throws. dimes. Yeah,
0: he was dropping dimes. And I don't know if Michigan's coverage was better or it just he, he felt off a little bit on those downfield throws as I texted to the Void of Silence last night while you were <laughs> both sleeping away. Uh, and that, that was the difference. I mean, there was a fourth and seven play early on that would have been a sure touchdown that he just missed. For no, no reason. Threw it to the wrong side of the receiver. And I think that's where the whole game turned. Because if they had gotten that touchdown, it would have tied the game up. And I, th- I think everything would have turned there. Now, he was, he was pressured all night. I think he only hit the deck once. But he was pressured all night. by Mich- And Michigan did it with four defensive linemen. They didn't have to run oh, wow. home, a whole lot of wow. blitzes. So uh, they was could drop that extra too? guy back. He got injured at some oh, point during the game. Too. He was limping around, uh, holding his arm for a little while but I don't know. Coach says sometimes little league
1: pitchers give up a home run and then they say, Oh, I hurt my arm. That's why. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So in that Alabama game, the Michigan front four uh, obviously put Milrow on his back or would was completely pressuring him. I I'll, I'll claim ignorance. I didn't know that they were that good or, I mean, I, my, my problem is with with Washington you had you had some time. you watched the tape on on uh, the Alabama game. How did you not come out with coverage to, to try to slow them down at mm-hmm. all? like I don't I didn't see it so I can't speak to it like they didn't have an extra running back to chip some of the guys to give him some time. Yeah, the way you described it sounds like he was running for his life on yeah. every play.
0: Yeah, and their main running back, he he did get hurt. He had an ankle injury, like, on his first carry. Oh, he did? Uh, And then he played after that, but you could tell he wasn't as explosive from that point point on. And then, you know, in Michigan, they really were loose. They came out looking loose, and Washington looked tight. And after those first two touchdowns, I mean, I just thought it was going to be a blowout. So, I mean, the Huskies managed to keep it close until about the fourth quarter, about Mm ten minutes in
1: what was it at half like 20 to 13 20 to 13 yeah all right so that's shooting distance and then yeah. did michigan michigan probably just came in it was a quiet then, third quarter too right it was, was like it a couple, yeah. couple of field goals
0: yeah and it was washington scored to make it 20 13 and then they got the ball to start the third quarter and Penix threw an interception on oh, first play which you know that's killer yeah total killer that's a huge swing
1: mm. yeah i mean it
2: so the
0: Michigan Wolverines are national champions.
2: Michigan. First time since the late '90s, right? So '97. Yeah, been a while, Charles man.
1: Woodson was the last time they did that. Mister two-way player, Heisman winner. Hmm. It's Charles Woodson. Fifteen and zero. So what do you guys Ugh. think?
0: What do you think about this whole college football season? What are your highlights, lowlights? Any final thoughts?
1: I mean, my my highlight was. I mean, this is what I'll say. I really enjoyed the fact that there wasn't. Just one team that bulldozed their way through. I mean, everybody thought it was going to be Georgia, but Georgia showed that. They, obviously, they didn't even make the playoffs. I enjoyed the fact that there was some some mystery and some intrigue, and that that. I mean, I hate sorry Florida State, but I I, I thought it was it's good television and compelling when an undefeated team doesn't make the playoffs because you have so many good teams, and I thought that was interesting and fun. And Ohio State's season was you know it wasn't great, but it was interesting.
2: It exceeded I my it was an expectations. Interesting year.
1: What's that? Yeah, they exceeded your expectations.
2: Yep. Um, my my takeaway or the top of mind is just that the Pac-12 uh, really stepped up. You know, in a in a yeah. season where I think they'll never be the same. I mean, I yeah. think the Pac-12 will live on. It'll just be different. But I yeah. think that that legendary um, lineup over there that's changing. It's this over. Year, it was nice that they they really we a powerhouse this year. They felt like a power five conference and Washington was, was really fun to watch.
0: Those uh, West coast teams are going to, that are coming to the big 10. They're going to need to learn to tackle.
1: Oh God. One of the things I saw in the cold uh, was, what they were talking about just, they didn't necessarily call Washington soft, mm-hmm. but you could tell that Michigan bullied them around. Yeah. You could tell that Michigan was, they were the big dick on the playground and, and they were, They were pushing their will.
0: Yeah, Washington's defense was like 93rd in the country against the run and 120th against the pass. I mean, it was not good. It was not vaunted. That that's
1: why they were a team of destiny. Yeah, (laughs) like they They, were just supposed to make it happen.
2: They needed to get out by a couple touchdowns ahead just to Mm -hmm. pat pat their way. And when that didn't happen, they
1: needed a boat race. Yeah, yeah. I also will say one other thing: the injuries this year did take a lot of good players out of the, the, the equation. And you know, look, that's the only, like that's going to happen every year, but this year it seemed like it, it, it happened a lot and it happened. It's happening a lot in the NFL too. So I don't know if that's going to change how the game is or what it is, but injuries.
2: Yeah. b m l c what was your big takeaway?
0: I mean, just how much the game is changing now with NIL and the transfer portal. Hmm. It just has it has a, a pro feel to it, and I, I still don't feel like I understand all the machinations behind the scenes that are going on to land these players and different funds being created and uh, things like that. I just think I love that we're going to have a, a real playoff next year. I think that's going to be huge, uh, but I, I don't know that the current formula as it exists is necessarily good for the game.
2: I agree. Yeah, it yeah, almost I agree feels on that more. Too. It feels more fluid than the NFL. Yeah, the, between the portal and NIL, it just seems like you can't keep track of teams, and people are floating around, and it's really hard to to follow. It's not great. He for always us. like,
0: and then they're like, "This guy's a sixth year senior, and he's, uh, <laughs> you know, Stetson Bennett was thirty four years old when he played for Georgia." And-
1: I know. I mean, the fact that um, some of these guys have. have, have been in the portal three times already and they're yeah. there some guys are, are petition. somebody petitioned for a seventh year and i don't know who it was i can't think of their name like that's just cr- just crazy probably because the money's so good why wouldn't you i think i think year? it was
0: I, I think to his brother's petitioning for an yes
1: that's year. it it was to his brother yeah. talia was petitioning for a seventh year and i'm like
2: is he gonna go somewhere the, else what the hell
1: yeah he he's play. already put himself in the portal because he yeah he didn't play so, in
2: that last bowl game
1: yeah, he sat out and he's not, he must have got, I mean, he's not a pro prospect. I, I, yeah. he's, he's just not. Yeah.
0: Well, I think we saw just how ridiculous these bowl games are that don't really mean anything with the number yeah. of people sitting out in, in a bunch of them. That's why this 12 team playoff is going to be just for college football fans like us. I, think I it's can't gonna wait. Be, yeah. It's going to be, fantastic. you're going to get home games. I mean, we, we, Ohio State could get a home game.
1: That's going to be amazing. Yeah.
0: Low light of the year, losing to Miami in the cold, pouring rain, getting
1: that soaked. That was without a doubt the lowest point of this college football year, and it's without you know, a doubt
2: it's it should be because you guys really because drop dropped the. Ball. I still <laughs> think if we win
1: that game, we're Mac champions.
2: Yeah.
0: God damn it! Yeah, the pursuit continues for. i would you have to bring that up? But in hey, my we lifetime.
2: we get to see uh, we get to see. Um, is it Nathan? What's his name? work for Indiana next year?
0: Yeah. Curtis work.
2: Curtis,
1: Curtis, Curtis. Yeah. Nathan's his brother, right?
0: That's right. And we get to see Gunnar Gunderson.
1: I can't wait for Gunnar Gundy.
0: Gunnar Gundy to be uh, the new
2: quarterback of the Bobcats. That'll be exciting. Oh yeah,
1: I'm a man.
2: Does that mean well, we impressive. might see his dad at like the CI? Yeah,
1: that'd be amazing. I, I hope I see the mullet man. He will be I-, I hope he's wearing an OU sweatshirt. I will give him a big old fat hug. Cause he's a man.
0: All right well I think that's uh all in all a decent college football season I was thoroughly entertained by a lot of the games I think you guys are right a lot of those Ohio State games just felt closer than they needed to be for longer yeah. than they need, even though they would eventually go on to win uh, you know all the games they were supposed to win they just they felt right that Maryland game's a great a great example
1: right oh my God yeah well, that was game it was western
2: Kentucky or western Michigan mm-hmm. yes. it
1: was like I was at the western Kentucky game that first quarter I was like what's going on?"
0: Well, now that they have a Kansas State guy uh, helming the Buckeyes for next year, I think we can expect big things.
1: Oh, I can't! I can't wait. So I uh, can't wait. And an OU tight end.
0: All right. Well, let's let's move on to the pros. It's yeah. time for Wild Card Weekend. Pick for points.
2: Wild Card Weekend. Pick for points. Wild Card Weekend.
0: All right. So uh, I didn't make this clear on the show sheet, but we did clear it up before we came on the air uh, to the 175,000. Actually, we're at the 183,000
1: on the live wow. stream right now. It's a big day.
0: So actually, people are holding up signs that say, Get well, coach. <laughs> <laughs> Fans fucking love me. That's right. Uh, but here, we're going to pick all the wild card games, and you're just going to get five bonus points for each one you get right we're going to pick them against oh, the spread to use in our wager of the week which comes up in the second half of the show act three of the show the evening commute as it were uh, <laughs> which is coming up later but before we do i just thought let's uh you know not including the browns texans because two of us are pretty big browns fans on here and we mm. could go down the rabbit hole which with that. which two <laughs> the ones not holding guitars uh which games do you think will be most compelling to watch this coming weekend? How about you, Maestro?
2: Well, here's the thing. Um, yeah. hmm I think there's there's three that I'm excited about, um, and mainly because I don't know what's going to happen, and that's exciting to me. Usually, there's a, a clear, um, you know, a clear favorite, but um, I've watched Miami play the last two weeks and lose, but they're still fun to watch. Kansas city is a bit of a shit show. So I feel like that game is going to be fun.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Obviously I'm a Homer. I'm a Steeler fan. I think that that Buffalo game against them is going to be fun. It's going to be up in Buffalo. It's hopefully going to be snowy. And I hope
1: so too.
0: Let's just pause coach. There's a point where you're like, if Tomlin gets this team to the playoffs, he should be coach of the
2: year.
1: Yes. How the Steelers won 10 games is beyond me. And they did it with Mason Rudolph. Mm -hmm. Like there's no rhyme or reason to this. And
2: and a lot of injuries like their key defensive guys are out like i don't know, i don't know how they're doing it
1: and i i mike tomlin year in year out he's he's kind of like the consistent guy that he could be he could be coach of the year every year for what he does and i i can't have more respect for a coach who coaches a team i hate but i got to tell you i love mike tomlin like <laughs> yeah. i have a brad stevens love for mike tomlin and it's weird cuz yeah. he's on that other team but god now, damn it does he the one
2: thing that one thing the Steelers do have is a pretty solid offensive line and that's going to keep that's going to keep you in games if you're just right but three he or four yards but he does
1: yes but he has pulled the right strings to get Najee Harris to start back to playing again he's got Mason Rudolph, Rudolph who's literally an XFL quarterback waiting to happen and he's got him feeling like he's the best quarterback out there throwing long balls to a guy that George Pickens, the, who him and Tomlin were arguing, and this is a guy that I thought they were going to bench him, and is now he's the <laughs> best receiver right now, the hottest receiver right now on the team. If yeah. if if Watt wasn't hurt, like I'd be like very scared for Buffalo right now. But the Watt injury does yeah. hurt them a ton. Yeah. Like it, is he it like, almost takes away the their details. It's so it's an MCL sprain. It's a level. It's a it's a st- level two MCL sprain, which is really a, f- a three to four week thing. Oh wow! If so they he's won done. the game, he'd be he's oh, okay. he could be like he's been ruled out of this game. But he's a lot, so who knows? But like it would ha- it, it, he's this week he's already been ruled out. So bummer. It, it, they'd have to win multiple weeks for him to get back, and that that's a tall tale. But it's Mike Tomlin. Who knows? Yeah.
2: And the, the Green Bay-Dallas game, I think, you know, I, I, yeah. I did watch the Green Bay game, and they're an exciting team right now, too. And, and LaFleur yeah. is kind of in that same category with Tomlin right now. Like, he had nobody. He has the youngest yeah. team, and somehow they managed to make the playoffs that Jordan, Love, like the Texans. That Jordan Love is playing great. Their running back He's is hot. really, really solid. So, I, if I were Dallas, I would be very, very nervous. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because they're Dallas, and they lose in the playoffs.
2: Yes. It's going to be a great game. I'm I'm I'm
0: interested in the Detroit-LA Rams game. Me too. As you know, I've been saying I want Detroit to be real. I want them to make a run in the playoffs. Not that I'm a Detroit fan. I just feel bad for the city. And, you yes, know, they're too. one of only four teams that hasn't ever made a Super Bowl. So you got to pull for them. There yeah, and go. I'm
1: also excited because that draw couldn't be any better. It's Matt Stafford coming home mm-hmm. to play against them. Yeah. And um, I think that Rams team was, was – was put out for dead. Yeah, six weeks ago. Yeah, and right now they're a really good team. They, they've got they've got offensive weapons. Matt Stafford's not hurt; he's healthy. They have the, one of the best defensive players, not named uh, Miles Garrett, fronting their the what's the defensive lineman? This is why we're a medium. Donald. A- Donald. Aaron yes. Donald. Aaron Donald from the pits- so, I
2: mean, greater Pittsburgh area, Yes. At the
1: University of Pitt. He's a Pitt guy. and. Uh, I think that's that was actually my game. That was like so the Miami KC game was on there, but my next pick was that Rams Detroit game for the same reason. One, I'm pulling for Detroit, but one, I am very intrigued with what the Rams are doing right now because I would have said that team's dead. Yeah, and now they're in the playoffs. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm also curious to see if the Eagles can get their act together. They look oh. so good early this year.
1: And so, do you remember who's the quarterback? The last for team. Bay? They're playing Tampa Bay and Tampa. Baker Bay, Mayfield. That guy's awesome. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of Baker he is Mayfield. He's way
2: better than Joe Burrow, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that just this makes me so good. Feels so good in my heart. Um The last time a team went ten and one and failed miserably in the playoffs, do you remember what team that was? No. It was the Pittsburgh Steelers with Ross Ten and one and then they played the Browns in the playoffs and lost. They were, and the Eagles are following that same because the Steelers that year finished 10 and six and they were 10 and one, and the Eagles are 11 and six. So they followed the same damn, you know, script. Yeah. And Tampa Bay has nothing to lose, and they're playing at home.
0: Yeah. It feels like Tampa Bay's division is always won by a nine game. Like somebody. Oh,
1: that division! Oh my. It's nine and eight. Yes, I mean, I think, I think uh, the Tampa Brady's. He might have won eleven games one year, but since then, I think it is a nine and eight. It's a nine and eight league.
0: All right. Well, let's uh, let's do some picks, and we're gonna we're gonna power through these. The way Mm -hmm. that we'll do it is, uh, I'll introduce the game, then I'll call out your name, and you just tell me who you're picking. Okay. These are against the spread. These are spreads I looked up earlier today, so I think they're still accurate. We'll start with that. Cleveland Browns minus two and a half against Houston. Coach? Cleveland. Maestro? Houston. BMOC goes Cleveland. All right. Miami is plus four (sighs) at Kansas City. Dolphins plus four at Kansas City. Let's go Maestro.
2: This one this was this is the toughest one because yeah. I think I think Miami is is the team to win but at home Kansas City is hard to beat. I'm going to go Kansas City.
1: Coach, I'm taking the points. I think that's stealing. Taking the points with uh Miami. Taking the Fins. I'm taking the Fins as well. Nice. By you the way,
2: are, you two are bromance. You guys you know bromance?
0: You remember, and this is just an unnecessary sidetrack in the middle of our picks, oh. <laughs> when I was talking about Hard Knocks a couple yes. of episodes ago, how I was upset that in the closed captions, when they reference Fins, they spell it yes. P-H-I-N-S. Yes. So, so I was watching that Miami game the other night, and they were showing the, the Hard Rock uh, hotel down there. It's shaped like a giant guitar. Yes. And they have lights on it that say, Go Finns. F-I-N- P-H-I-N-S. F-I-N-S. F-I-N-S?
1: Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, then that's official. It's not. Okay. Yeah.
0: I'll Did go I with have. official. Okay. Pittsburgh plus 10 at Buffalo, coach. Oh, Buffalo. Maestro. Sorry.
1: I'm taking the Steelers. I got it. I'm
0: taking Steelers in the points. I, I don't know that they're going to win, That's, a lot, That's yeah. a lot of it points. That's a lot of points.
1: It is a lot of points, but the J.J. Watt thing makes me think that Allen's going to have too much time at home. I don't know. I mean, I won't be brokenhearted if Pittsburgh wins. I won't, but...
2: So it, let's say if, if Cleveland wins and the Steelers win, are they playing each other?
1: No, no.
0: Uh, be, I think it's based on no the because seeds. the lowest the lowest if the Pittsburgh
1: oh, okay. wins, Pittsburgh plays Baltimore, Baltimore because yeah. they will be the lowest rated. Gotcha. They I reseed gotcha. them. Gotcha. Okay.
0: All right. Green Bay uh, is plus seven and a half at Dallas. Green Bay plus seven and a half. I'm going to go ahead and take the Packers in the points. Maestro. Me,
1: me too. Coach. Oh, God, the seven and a half—that's a lot in a playoff game. I mean, Dallas, absolutely. You've been pro but Dallas,
2: they can't. Well, they didn't come through for you, but they did win when you picked them that one time. So,
1: I'm going to take Dallas. I'm going to be contrarian on that one. Nice.
0: All right, and uh, you want to go ahead and throw a YPP on that, coach?
1: Yeah, done. All right, done. That's a. York, uh, Maestro, do you want to throw something on that? Uh... No, I mean, you guys got your thing going. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I was just trying to be nice.
2: Hey, Coach, uh, he, uh,
1: you want a hey, uh, YPP and maybe we'll go out and see a movie together and have lunch? <laughs> want to do an SNA <laughs> or maybe an MC?
0: MCs have entered the building. That's the Mallow Cup. <laughs> All right. LA Rams at Detroit. Rams plus three, maestro. What
1: are you doing? I'm
2: going Detroit.
0: Coach.
1: I've been talking up the Rams. I'm going to take the Rams. All right, I'm
0: going to Detroit as well. Nice. And finally, Philadelphia minus three at Tampa Bay. On the road, they're favored by three. Coach. Mm.
1: Shit. I'm going to take Philly. I think they figure it out. Maestro? Me too.
0: All right, I will take Tampa Bay just to be the contrarian on that one. Let's go I Baker. Love it. Nice. So once again, each of those that we get correct, you get plus five points that you can wager with in uh, the second half of the show, which is coming up.
2: So BMOC, did you, you wrote all those down? Yeah, I did. Maybe take a picture and send it. I'll make a little chart or something. Nice. We could
0: just use the picture of this. This looks great. Actually, that's fine too. We can make that work. We'll squeeze it on.
1: Yeah, I'll send it to you. He's so damn good. He'll make it look amazing. Yeah. That's why he's the best in the business.
0: He's the best in the business. All right. So, uh, all that stuff is great. But the, the really great thing about wagering on sports is winning money that you can use to pay your mortgage. And that's, that's why people tune into Sports Wednesday. They do. We dedicate half the show to wagering. And we like to call this entire half of the show Betting and Sweating. <laughs> I feel like the guitar sounds real throaty tonight. It's just
2: deep. And it's a different amp, so I fired up one of my bandmates' amps. And I like I'm, it.
1: I'm liking it. Yeah, it sounds good. It's kind of crisp. Not as crisp, it's a little, uh, it's got a little gunk to it. I like it. It's got a little gunk, a little grit. I like it. I'm a big fan.
0: So uh, as uh, as you know, we we started out with 10 points each uh, right after the last Super Bowl. That's uh, Sports Wednesday season, Super Bowl to Super Bowl. And then we've been wagering each week and uh, telling you guys what are good wagers to make. And uh, we prove it by wagering these points. And so uh, last week in the show, we had two winners and a loser. And this is a more common pattern than you think. Co- <laughs> Coach took uh, Houston minus one over Indy for 10 points. Nice job there, Coach. And Maestro took the Steelers... Minus three and a half over the Ravens for 25 points, the biggest wager of the season. And that came in, immediately put him back in. BMOC thought in the national championship that uh, they, would hit the, they would hit the over. I did anticipate it would be a bit of a boat race. It was not. So I lost no. 15 points. Coach in first place with 105 points. Maestro moves into second place with 50 points. 50 <laughs> points. BMOC with 45 <laughs> points. What are this week's wagers? Let's go to Coach.
1: Okay, I'm going to do something unnecessarily complicated. I'm doing a three-team parlay on Friday, so let me pull this up because I didn't, of course, didn't write them down. Um, oh yeah, no, I do. Uh, I'm, I got. I'm just doing money line. No, no, um, no um, lines. Okay. Sixers over the Kings. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Pacers. Oh God. Is and that the, basketball? It's basketball. And then hold up, let me make sure that I get these right. Gosh darn it! Why'd you make me? Yeah,
0: Pacers over Hawks.
1: Yes, Pacers over Hawks, Sixers over Kings, and Rockets over Pistons. Oh, that's a
0: not much of a stretch there.
1: Well, that but see, that's the only
0: one. But yeah. that's why it's a three game parlay. So those are five points each, and then if you hit all three, you get a bonus five. But yes. If you go zero for three, you lose that.
1: I lose that bonus, five. Yes. Bonus five.
0: Okay. So unnecessarily complicated, and let's just go ahead and say, "Coach's unnecessarily complicated NBA parlay" is also our NBA preview episode.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> unnecessarily complicated <laughs> <we skip> <laughs> NBA parlay. We've
1: never done an NBA. We've never done one, right? Sole I, NBA episode. You know NBA. what? I I think we did. I think early on we did a lot of NBA when when what, LeBron like, was still playing yeah. through Cleveland. Yeah. I think we were. I'd have to, we'd have to go in the, the, the archives, but I bet you that's out there. All right. Those loyal listeners, uh, 197,000.
2: Yeah, I mean, BMOC, you were going
1: to games. That's true. They were a hot topic. We have not spoken of the NBA until now.
0: That is true. I, I actually, I remember make I made a video and posted it on one yes, of socials, did. one back when yes. I was still making videos. Back, yes. when, back when I was fun and funny. God,
2: were fun. God, we really liked you back then. You made some great videos. Man.
0: All right. <laughs> late late teens, BMOC was the best. Rocked. All right. Uh, well, BMOC in 2024, not the best. He's going to take Cleveland, Houston. I'm taking the over. It's 44.5. That actually opened at 43.5. It's moved a oh. point. But 44.5. These two teams played a couple of weeks ago. CJ Stroud didn't play, so that certainly makes it different. But they scored 58 combined points. I like that over. That's a good number. Maestro?
2: Uh I'm gonna stick with the Steelers. Um not sure why cuz I think yeah with, without uh TJ it could be a weird game but I think the weather's going to wreak havoc on this weekend's game. Um and I think they will be under 36. Under Ooh, 36. Under. All right. So it
0: looks like it's just going 15 points. I'm putting 20 points on the over by the way. Better get that on the record.
1: Yeah, 20. At uh, 20. This could be this could be a lot of movement. It a lot be. of movement. If you guys hit your picks and if, I don't.
2: If I lose and BMOC wins, we'll be we'll be even, right? That's right. Oh no no no, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. We'll and, need oh, to if, ma- we, if we both win. Yes. We'll yes, be yes, even. yes. That's, that's right.
1: Outside. Yeah. Yes. Which yes, I
0: like. I, that's right. we're we're just taking some big swings here as we head into the NFL playoffs. Since the end of the wagering season is
1: in three weeks away, you can see right, it down right. the road. Yeah. It's a month away.
0: Just about a month away. That's God, right.
1: God, if I Greg Norman this and I lose this, I'll be so upset. Mm. So upset. All
0: right. That's uh, your wagers of Greg,
1: the week. Greg Norman was a PGA golfer. Oh,
0: yes. He
2: had a back in a, the late 80s historic collapse the at, the,
0: at the Masters at Augusta. It was a huge, huge collapse. And I totally uh, got that. What did. Was it Tom Kite? Was he the guy that was called the shark?
1: Yes. yes. He was the shark. Look at that.
2: What did Faraday what wow, have huge. to say about that? coach
1: what what did
2: what did Faraday have to say about that
1: (laughs) it's a horrible collapse but you know who wouldn't collapse Tiger Woods and could he loved Augusta coach could could Faraday sandwiches
0: could could (laughs) Faraday go ahead and also explain how important wagers are to our listeners Amen.
1: (laughs) if you're gonna listen to the wagers you're gonna take your money and you're going to put it on all of our pets. And I'm not talking about folding money you put, take out of your pocket. Go to the bank, get your deed to your house, and put it on these pets because <laughs> they're that good. They're that goddamn good. Like Augusta. Number nine, Amen Corner.
0: <laughs> For some reason, when you said get your deed to your house, I pictured like a, a thatched roof house. <laughs> in the cliffs of (laughs) moher alrighty that's your waitress of the week a
1: little walk on David Faraday
0: yeah with a little walk on David Faraday nice job with the Greg Norman reference this just turned out to be (laughs) a delightful little show I'm glad you tuned in (laughs) totally delightful it's time for us to get stuff off our chest we call that a rant correct things we might have gotten wrong in the show we call that a correction Recommend things we think are in the world that you might enjoy. I call that a recommendation, or just walk on an all-new topic.
1: We call this bit
2: Reds and corrections,
1: recommendations, yeah, yeah, and walk-ons. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you do the. I'm in the studio, and you hold your. <laughs> It's like we're performing We Are the World here, and you're like, we are the oh, no. world. We are the children. That was beautiful. All right. Uh, oh, this I, is, all 198,000 people saw you do that. It's yeah.
0: Weird. Once again, uh, tune into that live stream. It's on uh, Peacock.
1: <laughs> Twelve people are
0: like, what live stream? Go ahead and subscribe to Sports Wednesday Plus, our live streaming service.
1: 14 24-7 Sports
0: Wednesday content. All right. Coach, you've got a mini
1: rant. Yeah, mine's a mini rant because so I don't want to go too deep into it because I'm sure I've talked about it before. But I was listening to sports radio after the Browns game. So the Browns played the Bengals. Mm-hmm. They lost 31-14. Yeah. to 14. Mm-hmm. No one played. They, had, they sat everybody. They did a backup quarterback. And I don't know if you guys have listened to call-in shows, especially the Browns. The people that call in, are they're old. Like The guy's like, they'll always open and be like, I've been following the Browns since uh, Jim Brown was there. And, uh, oh, yeah, like I love the Browns. And I remember back when they had all this stuff. And he's like, so I'm listening and people are calling. And I, I, I swear to God, like 10 in a row, people were like, what an embarrassment. I mean, they didn't even play the guys like injuries or a part of the game. Like they were so upset that the Browns didn't play their players. Like Flacco didn't play, like, and they're like, I, I don't think this team is. They're destined to lose. Like, why would you not play your players? <laughs> the announcers were just like, they were trying to be nice, but all they needed to do is just like say, like, guys, just what are you doing here? Yep. Like, like, stop being that old grumpy old man. Because the one guy even said, he goes, okay, let me just put this in front of you. What if Joe Flacco played today, and in the fourth quarter or third quarter he gets hurt and he's done for the year? Well, you know that's just part of the game. Oh, okay, then your season's over. Or Miles Garrett gets hurt, or like these—they <laughs> want—they want the Browns to be good, but then on a weird game like this, they're—I'm they, it, it sure it was it's, they're just calling. To, they just love to complain. These are is complainers. It, yeah,
2: is, was it because it was Cincy? Maybe because it was like maybe, a state but rivalry, like, or?
1: like. The feelings around that game were like, oh, who cares? This is like a preseason game. Like 99% of the people, but this weird 1% was just like, ah, I'm embarrassed to be a Browns fan. I'm like, okay. okay. By the way, Coach, uh, in your
0: scenario of Flacco getting hurt in that game, that just means the Browns would sign Don Strzok.
1: <laughs> and he'd and have a gorgeous tan. Take him into the playoffs. A gorgeous tan.
0: Uh, I, I I agree with you. I, I, I mean, there was just... Because a take is there and you can articulate it doesn't mean you, have you to don't make have it. to do it. You don't have yes. to take it.
1: And it felt like that's what this was. My rant yeah. is like, just let that one sit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I called uh, when I was in high school once. I called in the Browns. Um,
1: did you really? I did.
0: And it was on uh, WKNR, I think. And yeah. my take was the Browns got to use their top draft choices for offensive linemen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a great take.
0: That was it. <laughs>
1: That's a great take. Hey, it was good
0: times. You I remember your... it so clearly. I was shaking. I was so nervous.
1: Oh, my God. I'm on.
0: Yeah. So, all right. So my...
2: uh, Now, a question for you guys, though. I'm going to mm-hmm. be devil's advocate here. So, here we go. Uh, you're a Browns fan. Yeah. You're buying tickets, and you're like, oh, they play Cincinnati at the end of the year. That could be
1: okay, so I have a, a
2: pivotal game. I have a story that's with I'm, that. Those are the tickets I'm going to buy, and nobody plays.
1: My... um. My brother-in-law, he got the Cleveland-Cincinnati game, I think, for Christmas. So, I mean, it was as soon as, because they, what, the Browns played on New Year's Eve, right? No, when did they clinch? When did they play the Jets? It was the the Thursday before. So by the time he got those tickets, I even joked with him, I was like... God, I hope you love backups because <laughs> that's what you're <laughs> yeah. gonna see. I,
0: I think if you're buying tickets for the, the end of the season game, you gotta know there's a chance you gotta you gotta you gotta know because, there's a chance.
1: Yeah, because if you're playing your players, it's super like it's you do want to do that. Like the NBA game, you you spend all that money for an NBA game, and somebody's sitting for load management. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, but when at the end of the year, that that makes total sense to me. Yeah,
0: I gotcha. All right, Maestro, what do we got? We got a recommendation, huh?
2: I do. Uh, it's not sports related, but I feel, I still feel a little guilty about my double rant last week. I thought it was a little mm. negative, but um, I do have something, uh, you know, we're big fans of Chick-fil-A here at the Hake House, and um, we got it the other day, was it last weekend? I can't remember. I think it was last weekend. And I was feeling a little chippy. Chippy? And by chippy, I mean peppermint chippy. I got the peppermint chip milkshake from there. Mm. Have you guys had it? Mm-mm. So good. Really? Oh, it's so good. So, And it's just a Christmas time, you know, winter time thing. Yeah. So if you like a milkshake, and I know you guys like your seasonal milkshakes. Oh, I do. Swing by and get the peppermint chip. It's got, uh, and when I say chip, it's got dark chocolate chips and peppermint chips in it. But it's oh, a little bit very, of very, very good.
1: So yeah. Peppermint chip. All right. I'll have to dive into that.
0: Peppermint milkshake. All right, sounds good. All right, well, I have a walk-on topic. I thought we should mm-hmm. talk about here. Uh, I think you guys probably know about this: the New Orleans Saints playing the Atlanta Falcons, blowing them out. Yes, right, and they mm-hmm. they get an interception down to the one-yard line. All they have to do is take a knee to end this game. It's they're they're up like forty-one to seventeen or something at this point, point. and then from victory formation, they hand the ball off and score. A touchdown they Jameis mm-hmm. Winston comes out and says that the team decided together they wanted this guy whose name is escaping you escaping me to get a touchdown because he had 17 touchdowns last year and didn't have a single one this year because they moved him to like a fullback position they said let's get him one and uh I think Atlanta's coach was livid livid and perhaps uh deservedly so uh even though New Orleans coach didn't have anything to do with it, I just wonder what you thought about that whole situation.
2: Well, he ended up getting fired too, right? Atlanta's
0: coach, Arthur think. Smith.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, um,
0: talk about insult to injury.
1: I uh, I I don't have a problem with it. I I just don't. I just I the only thing I had a problem with is after I read the story, I didn't like the fact that they were in um, victory formation, and then they they ran it mm-hmm. only because. Those guys aren't ready for it. And yep. there's guys that'll be like in lax mode. And then when an offensive lineman came, he could have blown somebody's knee out. Like yep. that's the only, that I'm, I'm stretching here. But otherwise, it's still live and it's a game. And and sorry, Arthur, your team sucked. You, you lost 41 or 48. Like when you're grown men and you're professionals, don't get upset when someone blows you out. Like I get upset when high school teams blow out a team 78 to 2. Mm-hmm. And even college teams that like maybe, but like pros.
2: So coach, I got to ask you, I'm going to be devil's advocate again, because you're uh, you're an old timey, old fashioned baseball guy. So would that, would that be similar to like when somebody has a no, no and somebody tries to get a hit or. Oh, and like bunts. Yeah. I love that. You do. Okay.
1: I don't, I, I see, here's what I don't have a problem with. If it's in the parameters of the game, and you've thrown that pitch and you're not at all expecting this guy and a no-no to maybe lay down a bunt to try to get his team off the schneid, then you're a dumbass. And, and if you're upset about it, you should have thrown a different pitch or the third baseman should have charged it. That I have zero problem with. The only problem I had on this thing is that they shouldn't have gone victory formation. Yeah, what yeah. Jameis should have done is he should have come up. He should have spread the guys out and put him in regular formation Mm -hmm. and waited for the last second and yelled over to the other guys and should have said, we're going to. I mean, he should have announced it. We're going to run a play and told them. And if it's if it's if he gets it there, the only thing is he did is it was a little sneaky is somebody could have gotten hurt. And that's that's millions of dollars of someone's livelihood. But Arthur Smith coming across and and being pissed at the other guy, Arthur, you got fired. Sorry, you sucked. In he a was, game that was, he was mattered. having a
0: bad day. He knew he was he, getting fired. I yes, guarantee he, knew, he it. knew it. And 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 so he his last last play as an NFL head coach is a bad one. And he <laughs>
1: actually he actually backed a little bit. Like I I did see some of the um the press conference, and he kind of said, "Look, it's a game. We didn't win. They did what they did." I think he was kind of he saw that he went after the other coach, and it wasn't his call. And I think he tried to back a little bit. I don't know.
0: Can I ask another Little League question? Yeah. You ever been involved in a game where you're getting beat really bad and the other team is like, everybody scores, everybody's oh, hit, yeah. Every- oh. you know what I mean? Yeah,
2: yes. in, the ter- in the tournaments where there's you know there's differential run. Counts, they run it up on you. Mm-hmm. They'll run it up on you, yeah.
1: And it's, it's brutal. It's brutal. It's that I have a problem with. Yeah. Like, I hated that. I mean, I get the teams that want to do it, but. Nobody's learning anything. And I coached enough. So I coached in a basketball game. This was eighth grade basketball, and we are playing a local team around here. They were amazing. They're known for their girls' basketball, middle school and high school. And we played in a game against them, and from the get-go, we were clearly outmatched. There wasn't even a chance. Like the first quarter, they were pressing us, let's just say it was 20 to 2 after the first quarter. And the second quarter, they pressed again by half it was 58 to 4. Nice. Wow. They were beating us that bad. In the second half they were shooting threes and they they didn't take their starters out until the last 2 minutes of the fourth mm. quarter. Oh my gosh. They beat us 72 to 10. And it was, you know, I think I scored I mean it was just a brutal brutal beating. Those girls were just crushed. Like I get it. I mean, my whole thing was like, I didn't go over there and scream at him. I said, if that made you feel good, that's good. That's awesome. You know, if that's if that's what it takes. But like, that's why I didn't win a lot of games. I was a shitty coach. I just couldn't do that.
0: What uh, What did you say to the team after that game?
1: I just said, well, I, first of all, I said, I said, we ran into a buzzsaw and there was nothing we can do. But I told them how proud I was that they played for twenty four minutes and yeah. never gave up.
0: Hit double digits.
1: Yeah, you got double digits. You know, those are the things when you go to the timeouts are like, hey, let's just try to win. Let's just try to get a point. Let's just try to get to the line. Let's okay. just try to stop them once. You know, you you try for the many victories because you're losing 72 to 8, 6, or 10. It's
2: My old soccer coach used to call those moral victories.
1: Those, I had a I, I, I I have a great winning record when it comes to moral victory. The, the king of the moral victory. I my middle name is Matt Moral Victory. Long, trust me, I know <laughs> that. that.
2: Be a, that's a good band name. Isn't it?
1: That's actually yeah. oh, digging I it. I think we just found it. It sounds cool. That does moral victory. All right, Look at us.
0: All right. That's a and good you guys got anything else here?
1: No, I think that's it.
0: All right. That's Rance Corrections, Rex, and Walk Ons. So there being no other sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way until Wednesday next, or possibly the Wednesday after that. On behalf of basketball legend Matt Morrill Victory Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying enjoy this music and good times, everybody. Good
1: times. Sneaky good.
0: Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and Freesound.org. Visit SportsWednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at SportWednesday, that's Sport, with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at SportsWednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit Hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying, good times, everybody, good times.